Welcome to On the Front Burner, where we give you a taste of important issues bubbling up in education and the world today. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Stephen Jackson, Director of Career Technical Education Partnerships at the Sonoma County Office of Education. Today, we'll be talking about the importance of preparing students to be college and career ready. To learn more about this, we'll be speaking with two guests. Our first guest is Elliot Washer, the co-founder of Big Picture Learning, a network of schools focused on engaging students in learning that happens in and out of schools. These schools are designed such that students, along with educators and mentors, co-create learning opportunities that are focused on students' interests and life goals. Our second guest is Hamish Gray, Senior Vice President at Keysight Technologies, a global technology company producing testing and measurement equipment for companies at the forefront of wireless communications, aerospace and defense, and semiconductor industries. We're here with Elliot Washer, co-founder of Big Picture Learning, who's done quite a bit of work in the country on uh, engaging students in high-quality internships and great opportunities for them to figure things out for themselves. So, Elliot, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and and how you got into this work? I've been doing this work for 48 years. Um, I've known Dennis Slitke, uh, the other co-founder of uh, Big Picture Learning, for that long time. We've started many schools and iterated, kept on iterating a design that said that we wanted schools to be highly personal, that we wanted to have students have connections out to the real world around the things that they like to do and the people that they wanted to be with. And we know we knew that those measures mattered a great, great deal. So developing students' interests and engaging them, developing their practice on the things that they want to get better at, and connecting them to people who could get them better at those pieces outside of school, with the school serving as an intermediary and and managing and crediting that learning. We've been doing that for quite a long time, have a couple hundred schools around the world, 75 in the United States, but our real vision and mission is to uh, change American public education around being a much more one student at a time in a community so students are visible and we can pay attention to who's in front of us. So creating school program that allow that to happen. You know, we talk in education circles now about being college and career ready. And you certainly are talking about things a little bit beyond there. Can you tell me a little bit about what some of the mindsets and attributes and and, uh, sort of skills you think young people need to obtain today to be sort of ready for what's after high school? Our language in in many ways traps us into a funnel that, well, and where we get blinders and lose our vision, even though we write nice visions and mission statements because of the entrapment of language a lot of the times, we don't get there. So what we've done is we start with practice and then develop language around it. And language like college and career ready is very funny in that way. In order to get in quote, ready, what we do is get students in college and work with them. And with is a key word, not doing something to students all the time. Uh, So they learn about college and how to work in a college environment, Uh, be that courses or labs or work experience. Same thing is true for careers. Careers, hopefully, uh, start with interests, no matter what they are, and you want young people to lead fulfilling lives now, not just in the future. 
So it's not just preparation for life, it is life. And so what we do is we get students out in what we call situated learning environments where they're working on their all their cognitive skills at once, including academic cognitive skills, but cognitive is a has a broader definition than what schools use. Once again, it's that language trick of just academic. It means using all your senses. And when you go out into the real world and you're connected to people who you want to learn from in a place you want to be, all of a sudden you get engaged. And if you realize that school is allowing you to get that engagement, all of a sudden when you're back at school and using those skills, you become more engaged in school. So getting ready is by doing, doing college and doing real work. Very, very different than what we do. Preparing them for a place that doesn't prepare them for a place, which is college a lot of the times, is not really allowing our young people who may not have access to the who they know out there in the world that's going to get them work. They, schoolers are very, very good at just delivering on content. They give you a certification and a diploma without giving you a who. In our instance, we want to get all students in all schools to have not just a what, but a who connected to their what. That's an interesting sort of concept because one of the things that we wonder quite often and we find issues around student engagement in schools is that the things that they're learning aren't connected to things that they or people they know or things that they want to learn. So uh, where do you notice some of the gaps in schools being able to effectively prepare students to be ready for what's next? Right. Once again, that ready is a, is a funny word. You get ready by actually being in the process of doing um, mm -hmm. and, and that's a big thing. And you can start this by the time a child is three years old at a neurological level and a biological level, they're already identifying interests that they have, whatever those are at the time. And they're selecting people that they want to be shown how to get better at those interests. So in a simplest way of saying it, I want grandma to teach me how to tie my shoe, not grandpa. It's already built into our biology. And, they, and taking advantage of that in the easiest forms gives schools lots and lots of mileage, which means that you ask students what they're interested in. And then you bring those interests inside the school by getting kids outside of school around those interests. Two days a week, all of our students in our schools are out with mentors that they've chosen around interests that they want to develop with our staff going out and developing and seeing the academic work and the other cognitive work that they need to get better at and bringing that back into school. We do that with the Harbor Freight program as well, which is not in our schools. And we work with career and technical systems all over the country and the world around doing that, as well as, quote, college preparation. So college preparation has to deal with figuring out what you want to do. And how do you know what you want to do and know the people who can get you there without exploring and doing those things in the real world? That's the key. That's where this all comes from. If you look at the data, out of the 100% of students who leave with a certification from a high school in a specific career cluster, only 20% complete that career cluster as they go off to post-secondary. Why? Because schools only gave them a what and not a who. 
the who piece is missing, and you can get a lot of mileage and bank for your buck on the who side. Sure, some of the students changed their mind, and some of them were pushed in to clusters that they may not have wanted to go in. And some said, I had a friend. But if you bring in this piece around engaging students, each and every one of them around their interests, developing their practice in and outside of school, and developing relationships that lead them into communities of practice and post-secondary work, you can get a long, go a long way. Really, the college preparation will be different for every student based on what their interests are and who they want to connect with. Absolutely. And it already is whether schools pay attention to that or not, because we are all individuals in communities. You know, it wasn't big picture that said this. This goes back to John Dewey. Education isn't preparation for life. He said education is life because you're in it and you're in it not just on a content, but you're in it on who knows you know what you know. Because in the real world, and you can look at the data on this, anybody out there listening, look at the data, see what businesses, services, tradespeople, professionals say. Who you know is as important as what you know. And who knows you know what you know gives young people access in real ways. Logistically, how might schools do this kind of work? You talked about in the big picture learning schools, there are a couple of days a week that the students are out in community or with industry partners doing real work. How do you see it working in some more comprehensive well, schools? We've been doing this work in, in districts as well. And right now, just as as we're speaking, we received uh, some funding from the Len Hill Foundation that said, we want you to do and work with 40 to 60 high schools just in L.A. County to bring your internship program into those schools. And they have to raise their hand and say they want it. And we already have eight that have uh, signed up and said they want this. Because what's happening, Steve, is that all of a sudden we're hitting a place right now, and I hope it lasts a long time, where people are starting to recognize that interest and engagement matter, that who you know matters, that building social capital matters, that developing a community, a serious community of practice around each and every student matters. And so therefore, I'm pretty optimistic that what we're doing is going to play out in schools around the United States. It sounds like you're just cultivating more and more mentors for many of the students that we have right now. That's right. They're out there. Um, there's way more than enough mentors. The proof is, is that that's how people learn out in the real world. They're there. Schools just don't advantage themselves to, to using and taking advantage of, of the mentors that are out there, be they in work right now or retired. They have tremendous knowledge. And when they find people who they know are, have the similar interest to them, then they want to work with those young To kind of uh, provide some of our listeners an opportunity to, to sort of learn more, what might be some resources folks could go to or that you might know about that some of our listeners could look at to uh, sort of explore this sort of philosophy about getting students out into the, into the community and working with those people whom they want to learn from? Well, I can talk to you. <laughs> yeah, you know about our work. All right. I'm ready. 
<laughs> and they can also go to bigpicturelearning.org. And when you go there, if you Google our work, there's a tremendous amount of research that's been done on our students and on our schools and on our practice. It, but we did not do this work to have big picture schools. We did this work to, to, to have make the changes in American public education that we feel are really needed in order to get what we all want. Excellent. Well, I certainly work closely with Charlie Plant, who uh, is a part of uh, Big Picture Learning as well. And he's been a tremendous resource for us up here in the North Bay. He's a great So uh, I certainly would connect folks with him. Absolutely. You should definitely do that. Come to our conferences, leadership, Big Bang. You'll see all of our pieces on the website and come to our schools. Visit. Come to the programs we're working with. Visit. Thank you very much, Elliot. I, I certainly always appreciate talking with you and, and exploring some of these things. And, and But you've been a wealth of, of knowledge and, and, uh, and sort, of, sort of pushed us a bit. And I appreciate that. Well, thank you very much. I hope to see you soon. And anything I can do and we can do, uh, we're certainly uh, stand ready to help. We're here with uh, Hamish Gray, who's a senior vice president at Keysight Technologies, and we're interviewing him to talk about how he and company, his company and companies like like Keysight, who's into um, engineering and uh, and technology, think about what's important about college and career readiness. So can you talk a little bit about why you might be committed or your company's committed to schools preparing students to be really college and career ready when they leave high school. The easiest way I could uh, state the reason why I care a lot about it in the company, I want to have a good retirement. And to do that, I need Keysight to keep going. Okay, we got to keep going well, doing well. And uh, it's, it's simple. I mean, uh, the, the people coming through school now in college, they're the future of these companies, right? They're the future. So we got to, that's why we care a lot about investing it. We've been around for 80 plus years. And I can assure you during those 80 years, we brought in many, many people uh, into the company to keep the company going. And I want to see us go for another 80 years. What are some of the state and national definitions or measures that you've seen around what it means to be college and career ready? Have you seen anything like that or, or things that you folks know about or pay attention to at Keysight or other kinds of organizations similar to yourself? Yeah, you know, there's I, I don't know there is any one uh, really good measure that I could I could quote right or look at. But I think there's a number of them that all have to be improved every one of them. And let me give you an idea of the ones I'm, I'm thinking about, right? We've got to increase our high school graduation rates, mm -hmm. okay? We've got to increase our high school to college enrollment rates, increase the raw number of college students enrolling in STEM majors. And STEM is science, technology, so, engineering, and math. and math. Correct, yeah, yeah. You know, at a state level uh, and as a nation, we, we struggle to graduate or train enough STEM grads, right, to meet the technologies, industries, demands, right? And that's the industry we're in. So all of those things I just mentioned, we need to increase all of them. It's not an either or, it's an and. You talked a little bit about certainly um, you want to continue to have a decent retirement. And I know that Keysight is, is a very important company to our economy here in Sonoma County. How much does... The opportunity to get, to obtain local qualified employees matter to you folks and your commitment to Sonoma County. Oh, 
Well, it, it's it, it's extremely important, uh, Stephen, uh, for for us as a company, and we, as you know, we we have a great partnership with SCO, and we do a lot out in the mm-hmm. community to make sure that we can influence what's going on in the community uh, in Sonoma County from an education point of view. But let me maybe uh, get to something I think is really important for for people to understand. When you're Keysight, we're we're a multinational, international company, right? We've got over thirteen thousand uh, employees. Employees uh, worldwide. We've got about 1,800 in Sonoma County. So if I've got 1,800 here and we've got 13,000 worldwide, what does that tell you? What it tells us is we will go wherever we can get the talent. So if we're struggling in Sonoma County to develop the talent here, because we have shareholders, we're a public company, we have to find that talent somewhere. So we can, we also we will go look elsewhere if we have to, right? And we've done that in the past. Now that doesn't mean that we're abandoning Sonoma County. I don't want to be clear on that, right? Sure. We're not doing that. But if you can't find the skills here, companies like ourselves, we have to go where the skill sets are. And in many cases, those skill sets may not even be in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And that's the hard facts for uh, that we're facing today. And that's why going back to your previous question about the graduation rates, et cetera, this is really important, I believe, for the American economy. And I know that you folks invest quite a bit in Sonoma County with schools. Certainly, you've worked with us on teacher externships over several years. Faculty started that in our county with us. And you do work for uh, girls in STEM. You bring students up there all the time. Can you talk a little bit about why that sort of investment is important? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. So, yeah, we do we do a lot in the community uh, in, in many, many different areas. And I think a lot of it you have to consider it really is how to influence the whole ecosystem. Right. It can't you can't just focus on one piece of it. So as an example, we do internships in Sonoma County. So this past year, uh, we hired 59 interns and we then hired 41 full-time recent grads in Santa Rosa, right? So that so that the internships are important that we do. So that gets to the students. But we, as you mentioned, in partnership with yourself and SCO, we, we actually developed that teacher externship where we bring teachers on our site to show them what the real world is about. What How do companies really work? Right. That's important as well, because we need the teachers who are going to be teaching our future to understand how companies work. So there's two sets of groups now you have talked to. Right. Teachers and, and students. A third one I think we do very well is you mentioned the site tours that we do uh, up at Keysight. We constantly have students coming through and we want them to come through because one of the things that we've worked hard with our employees is to make sure as, as they're doing the tours and talking about their jobs, they're referencing things that those students are learning in class. So as an example, they'll talk about why algebra that they learned in school was so critical to them in their job today and try to bridge that gap. So you can see there there's that linkage that we're trying to put together, right? Some of the other really important partnerships, though, are partnerships with SCO, SRJC, SSU, but also, uh, Stephen, the CTE Foundation, right, is another very yeah, important organization that I know that you helped uh, start. But that one is really key from a, from a uh, ecosystem connecting point of view, right, connecting all the different pieces. And then, you know, uh, other, other types of organizations, too, that are important are uh, SWE, right, the Society of Women Engineering, right? That's another yeah. very important one for us as a company. So I could go on about all the partnerships, right? We have many of them. But to answer your question succinctly, it's about touching every part of the ecosystem, parents, teachers, students, companies, government. When you do that, 
One of the things that that we've talked about before is uh, you and I, especially as we've worked together uh, over the years, Hamish, and your work with the CTE Foundation as well, is the the types of mindsets, attributes, and sort of attitudes and the skills you want young people to develop. Can you talk a little bit about what some of those might be and, and how might we think about preparing students with that or, or, or helping them to learn those? Yeah, actually, Steve, I remember talking to you uh, a long time ago on this subject. Uh, but I think uh, the work that was done recently uh, between, uh, I think, uh, SCO and CTE and a couple other organizations to develop the Sonoma County portrait of a graduate sums up the needs extremely well. I really would not deviate from anything there. What came out of there was, uh, you know, th- things that were important. Curiosity, right? Students want to go and explore what's out there. That's what we need. That's a mindset, being curious curious, right? Empathy, right? Understanding experiences, perspectives, and needs of people around you, right? Communications are critical. Collaboration, that's one that we really got to think about, right? A lot of kids right now, they want to just be on their computers and not talk to anyone. Collaboration is very important when you get into a technology company or it sells, right? You want to make make room for a diverse range of voices, skills, perspectives, ethics, and initiative. Those were what essentially came out of the Sonoma County mm-hmm. portrait of graduate, and that's what's important. I think one of shared with you before. Before, we can always train technicians to be technicians, right? We can teach them the technology to, to fix the products, etc. But by the time you get graduate or come to work for us, trying to teach you how to be curious and empathy and communications, that's more difficult at that point in time. And these skills that we talked about here and uh, for the portrait of a graduate, they're applicable really to any industry. It can work in the wine industry, can work in the technology industry. And that's why we say it's more about that mindset, right? How you think, how you behave, how you act is important. We believe it really does help students build their own agency and advocate for themselves and be able to to move between industries. And that's exciting to hear. Yeah. Along those lines, you've worked with lots of students and teachers. How well do you think that, that our schools are doing in training students in these types of skills and helping them to be college and career ready? Honestly, it's just not great, right? Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of room to improve. And I say we, because again, that same ecosystem I've talked about, it has the responsibility to, to get us going there. I, this is not just a teacher challenge that we have, right? It's a complete ecosystem, but it's not great. Let's be, it really is not good. Okay. Right? And, and unfortunately, I would say that, uh, that is, uh, you know, it's really not good nationally either. It's, this is not just an over-county, right? A, this is a challenge in America that we have right now. I understand that. And, and that's, Partly why we try to work with companies like you and your, uh, like Keysight and yourself to build those kinds of partnerships such that we're doing this together. That's right. So you've talked already quite a bit about the types of things that you folks do and you do more than most companies. Um, How might we engage with other companies or how might educators sort of reach out and engage with some other companies that to sort of solicit them as partners with them in educating their young people in authentic and real experiences, providing authentic and real experiences for them. We got to continue to leverage organizations like CTE, uh, ourselves, et cetera. It's tough, but ultimately, we've got to change the message, right? In terms of getting these other companies engaged, they need to understand what is it, what's in it for them. A lot of companies don't fully get it, right? They really don't. And I think, again, because of our size and scale and the number of people we have to hire the industry, and we know how important this is. Other companies, I don't think, understand that fully. I think also, too, it's leveraging leveraging for the ones that we do find. It's partnering and going and seeing these other companies together. 
Anything else that you can share, sort of resources or anything else that you, you can share with our listeners, primarily educators, I would imagine, but other folks as well, about sort of resources? How can they help to prepare their, their students to be really college and career ready? The first one, again, I, I, I declare my bias because I'm on the board. But <laughs> I think, I, I think uh, being, uh, you know, engaging with the Career Technical Education Foundation is a really good way to get into the ecosystem, right? It really is a good way. They're very good at connecting the, the ecosystem, partnering with education, government, business, students, teachers. I mean, that's a great way, right? I think yeah. this other way to, to do this too is look out for some of the real big days that we do in Sonoma County and work out how to get involved, get kids involved in STEM, right? So it's things like that we got to keep doing. We've got to make this tangible. For, mm-hmm. for, for, so I believe it's hands-on, it's that communications, it's that, that vision. You, wanna, you, you basically want to, I think, participate in events and do things that just sparks an interest. Right? Yeah. That's all it takes is it just one spark. Right? You just want to see those eyes light up and boom, <laughs> you know you've got it. Yeah, I think that's exciting. And and for for many educators, they don't see those things. They're not out around it all the time and, and, and helping them to see that and paying attention to that. Uh, the opportunities that are there in front of them, the things that are in our community to reach out to industry partners as much as possible. Because like yourself and others, I've been able to work with many who have been tremendous yeah. uh, in terms of how they work with students and their learning. Yeah, agree. Well, hey, thank you, Stephen, for the partnership and engagement. Thank you for listening to On the Front Burner. This podcast was produced by the Sonoma County Office of Education.